0: What's your price to have one meal a day prepared with orange soda as the primary ingredient for life or to live in and never leave the state of Idaho or to always sit in the middle seat on flights? Let's find out.
1: Fly me to the moon and let me look at Lindsay because she's a star. It's time to play Human Values, your weekly stop for logical debates about illogical questions. Here to give each hypothetical the dialectical, put the O in comedy game show, and prolong our naps when we think that bass slaps. We're your hosts, Ann Ruben Corney And Lindsay Hicks. Also joining us today is an incredible guest, actor, stand-up comedian, pop culture icon, Kel Mitchell. But before we dive in, Lindsay, you want a little good news, bad news, good news sandwich?
0: Ooh, my tummy's a grumbling for a good news, bad news, good news, Sammy.
1: Top Slice, good news. I think this is the best interview ever done in the history of all media. It was so good.
0: I love that and don't disagree.
1: You guys out there in listening land, really in for a treat. Middle of that sandwich, eh, not the best part of the middle of the sandwich, which is the bad news, Billy. We had some technical difficulties. Didn't sound good this week. Had a lot of issues, but we wanted you to hear it and we think it's amazing.
0: You know, it's not the best news ever, but the episode is great. How about that bottom piece?
1: With that little bottom bread, the last piece of good news in that little sandwich is that I can't see the lower half of you, Lindsay, but I can imagine that you're just a little pretty pony, and you've got a bushy pink tail today.
0: I am a full-on centaur with a human top, horseback, and feeling myself.
1: Time to gallop right into this, baby. Here we go. Watcha! We are here with Kel Mitchell. Now... This guy's a comedy icon, star of, well, pretty much everything we watch as kids. He's got Deliciousness Season 3 on MTV starting in September. He's an author with a new book, Prank Day, out in September. September's very busy for you. Yeah. <laughs> all all the stuff here, yeah. September 6th, you got a book. September 26th. So a lot of sixes and Septembers in your life.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Got the yeah. book the show season three.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about your book?
2: Yeah, man. So this is my sophomore book. I'm really excited. This one is a novel. It's the fiction for kids. It's an action adventure comedy. It's about a kid that does a whole bunch of pranks on April 1st, but here's the catch. On April 2nd, all the jokes and all the April Fool pranks come true. So now he has like running refrigerators going through the neighborhood. There's clowns coming through toilets. It's like, (laughs) it's bananas. And he has to figure out why it's coming true. So you got to pick up the book and find out why. Kel,
0: this is now I have to know. I'm already so invested in the story. I want to see the movie. I want the merch. I'm, I'm so sold on this idea. I love it so much.
2: Yeah, thank you. It's called Prank Day. I'm super excited to be in stores everywhere books are
1: sold. September 6th, Prank Day. Let's go.
0: I can't wait. I'm I'm already such a fan. Is
1: this like a YA book? Is this for kids or is this adults or everyone? Yeah, it's for kids. It's
2: for tweens. Yeah. So it's that tween age, you know, 8 to 13. But with me, because of my audience, people end up like picking it up anyway. And I have some like fun 90s, all that stuff that uh, my illustrator put in there for the parents. Awesome. that you can find. So it's some stuff that like in the artwork that you all would be really excited about for my Nickelodeon fans. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that
1: you're embracing that because yeah, yeah, I feel like there's just so many people that have kids that are discovering you and getting really into your stuff that all of us, we, all the Nickelodeon shows you did and all the movies you did and like they're just staples of our lives. So yeah, it's good you're adding that in. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> but also yeah. I
0: feel like they'll probably get a new audience now with like parents that are like, you want to see the funniest thing of all time and getting to, like, bring their kids into it. So I'm sure there's been, like, even a resurgence. Maybe you've noticed.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, even with it being on Netflix, all that, Keenan and Kale has been taking over. Recently, there was a five-year-old that had a good burger-themed party it's wow. like, yo, he wasn't even born when you know what I mean? <laughs> when that came out. Uh, and we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Good Burger this week, which is oh. kind of crazy. God, really? Yeah. That long? <laughs> yeah, 25 years, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anything cool to celebrate? Yeah, so we put out a steelbook, book, Blu-ray disc, which is pretty, pretty cool. That's great for, like, art. I go to a lot of, like, the Comic-Cons and stuff like that, and sure. uh, I'm an artist myself, and uh, fans bring me, like, crazy art. I'm always getting, like, fans sending me stuff. So this is something for all the people that like to collect, like, cool memorabilia. Uh, it looks really cool. We changed the cover and uh, some great artwork inside of the disc, so, yeah. <laughs>
1: awesome. So awesome. Make sure you pick just... that up. Absolutely, without a doubt. I was also just yeah. looking, I was just now thinking like, sorry, now I'm thinking about your career. Like, <laughs> Mystery Men. I forgot that I was in yeah. 99. It feels so much more recent. But that it wasn't... does
0: feel so recent.
1: <laughs> That's yeah.
2: another one that everybody cosplays with. Ben just said he wants to do it too, so let's get it a <laughs> yes, 100%. I, I think that would do really well. I think so. You know what yeah. I mean? I really think so because we were just talking about Mystery Man and it's like it was before all the like Avenger type of movies mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of superheroes as a team. Before that, it was just Batman doing his thing, Superman yes. doing his thing. And if there was a whole big like thing like on YouTube, people talking about it, like how Mystery Man kind of kicked off the whole like team up superheroes.
1: <laughs> Start the Mystery <laughs> Men cinematic universe.
0: Yeah, we we wouldn't have had Avengers if we didn't have Mystery Men. That's I right. think that's real. I think that's legitimately a thing.
1: It's legit. I still, to this day, <laughs> am surprised anytime I go like bowling and I don't see a skull bowling ball. That's always astounding me that that didn't pick up. Oh either.
0: my god, so true! Yes. There should be one in every bowling alley. It should be a prerequisite.
1: The
2: bowler, shout out to Janine Garofalo, amazing! Oh my gosh, I love, I love her.
1: Yeah, I feel like you've been a part of a lot of things that'll just never die. There's just like classics. Of, like, people love them, and yeah. Oh man, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's it's awesome.
0: Yeah. You cool. said you said you're you're an artist too. What kind of art do you do? I mean, obviously you're a writer, but an artist too.
2: Yeah, so I have a a major in commercial arts. Uh I went to a vocational high school <laughs> and so like my entire four years, like all I did was like commercial arts. And uh I'm also a graffiti artist. I was into that because I was into hip hop very, very heavy. And so yeah. like I'm always painting and it, it relaxes me. That's it. Yeah. You know, painting and doing art and just, you know, doodling and
1: stuff like that. So I'm I'm into that. I love it. Yeah. Well, anyway, Kel, if you're feeling like diving in, maybe we should play a little Human Values together. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So, yeah, the game's pretty straightforward. Rules are simple. Lindsay's going to hit us with three hypothetical questions today. It's really up to us to all work together to talk about, really, it's important, the least amount of money that we'd accept to do the deed. And then we can all compare with each other and the audience and all that. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great, man. All right. Hey, Bubbly Lins, you want to pour a sip?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, what is your price to have one meal a day prepared with orange soda as the primary ingredient for life?
1: Whoa. (laughs) Only one meal (laughs) a day.
0: One meal a day prepared with the primary ingredient, orange soda. Here's my question. And I don't eat meat anymore. But I did once have Dr. Pepper braised pork. Mm. And it was, when I tell you it was the most delicious thing I ever had had up to that point in my life. So good. So I feel like using orange soda as an ingredient, as like a braise or something like that, could be really interesting. But as the main ingredient, that changes the whole I mean, it's a liquid. What are you gonna do with a liquid? With
1: all your tofu though.
0: I'm in trouble with my tofu, it's true.
1: Orange tofu on many levels. (laughs) Um, the good thing is though, I spent a little time on the internet. I don't know if you guys have been there lately. You can use sparkling water as a substitute in a lot of recipes to have fun. And that's mostly what a soda is. It's like orange syrup and sparkling water. So like apparently you can sorry, I'm Jewish. I go here, you can put it in matzo ball recipes to make fluffier matzo balls. You can do like fluffy orange matzo balls. Apparently, if you put club soda in gelatin. And like Jello, it actually gives it a fizzy flavor and adds more sparkle to it. And if you add it in pancakes, it makes the waffles fluffier. So I feel yeah. like you're getting a fluffier life. Here's
2: the thing. I've seen on TikTok, they've made chicken wings with orange soda. They've done yeah. the whole orange chicken with actual orange soda. They've also have done orange soda pancakes. I've seen that online too, it's just because anything orange soda people send it to me so, so <laughs> yeah and you really can't really taste it depending on how much you're using uh within the ingredients i mean you're just talking about fructose and you know it's really just kind of <laughs> sugar you know what i mean but if you're putting peppers in and you putting all the seasoning in you probably wouldn't taste it it'd be thing. more like a sauce but that's um, the primary
1: ingredient that's part of the question it has to be primary
2: so oh right you did say primary it's, okay sitting
1: it's it's uh it's really leaning forward where it's sitting
0: yeah <laughs> it's, So it has to be like a soup. So we're talking soups.
1: No, no. It could be like a primary ingredient. Well, okay, that's fair. It depends if it's by volume or mass. Because if you're cooking and you're putting like 51% orange soda, but then in baking it, the water evaporates. Does that still count?
0: So you just have really sugar, high fructose corn syrup left.
1: Yeah, so you have like an orange soda marinade or something. You could
0: make like like pancake syrup from like the kind of reduced orange soda. But then that's a lot of sugar. That really drives my price up because I'm not really much of a sugar person. And that's not because I don't like it. I love it. But I really try hard to not be a sugar person. It makes you feel bad. It's bad for your teeth and your body and your whole thing, your gut. Mm. So I feel like long term, having that every single day as the primary ingredient in a meal, that really adds up over time. That's a lot of dyes and sugars and things that you don't your body doesn't need really
2: yeah corn to, syrup yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> high fructose corn syrup is like notoriously not very good for you
2: well here's the, and here's the funny thing is that of course, I like orange soda. It tastes amazing. But I work out a lot now and drink a lot of water. So I always tell people, electrolytes, like, let's orange-flavored electrolytes. It's most, mostly what I do now. And it was funny. I remember I, I told a joke online that I didn't like orange soda. I did it on Twitter. It was just a joke. But then, I mean, the rage that happened. Like, people are just like, life's a lie. Why? <laughs> no. No. So now I'm just like, oh, yeah, I love it. I completely it.
0: So you're not, like, dashing someone's childhood memories or something.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I
1: feel like if you were going to start doing orange soda as a primary ingredient, you go sell that to, like, a food network. Like, Kel loves orange soda at the show, and then it's just a cooking show with you finding different ways.
0: I would watch that show dishes. religiously. Yeah,
2: you yeah and I love cooking, chef. man. I feel like it's cool. I mean, primary, I mean, if it's baked into something, but you're saying primary, so... I still think you wouldn't taste it if just if it's cooking it in anything. You wouldn't really yeah, taste yeah. it like that.
1: It's mostly citrus, right? So you can kill yeah. it with like vinegars and you. Well, I don't it.
0: think there's actually any citrus in orange soda. I think it's mostly <laughs> sure. high fructose syrup. corn syrup, yeah, and natural flavors.
1: I thought we talked about not bickering about citrus flavoring in front of Kel today. <laughs>
0: We did, but I couldn't help myself. I knew when I said you I just, wouldn't that our I would. citrus
1: flavors. <laughs> She's been nagging me all day about them. This morning, it was texting me five a.m. Aaron, what do you think about lime? And it was just a mess. <laughs> I can't stop.
0: It's a it's it's a habit that I need to break, and I can't.
1: It was like first thing, sun up, Aaron. I couldn't sleep last night. I need to know what you think about lime. I'm really worried you don't like it, and it was a mess. Oh no.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I've been thinking about this. Okay. Look, I love orange soda. When I was do you? a kid, sunkissed? <laughs> I love or- Okay, I love orange soda and I love grape soda. I
1: I've never I seen you love it. I drink soda.
0: Well, I don't drink it anymore. What
1: but you, also like, a, like a I I ate and
0: drank a lot of things in the 90s that I would never touch now. I literally there was a kind of candy I would get from the gas station that was just literal sugar gel that came out of a tube. <laughs> things I ate and drank in the 90s? No, not anymore. So while I have fond memories and I love them and if like, you know, on the rare occasion, I'm like, I got to have a grape soda and orange soda. Sure, sure. But to have it every day, I feel like there could be health consequences over time. You know what I mean? When I'm 85 and my doctor's like, we, you know, your teeth have fully eroded, ma'am. So you're you factoring
1: know, that in your budget is the long term damage, from
0: yeah, all the sugar, of, or like how do I counteract it? I'll have to get some professionals in to really help mm. help with that over time, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be cheap. I also feel like it'll take away from some foods that I really do like during the day. Hmm. I take food very seriously. I love eating. It's, it's a only big one deal meal a me. day, though. Every oh. meal has no, one meal weight day? gravity. One meal. <laughs> Yeah, one meal a day. It's only one meal a
1: day. One meal. When you guys party, by the way, how do you party? Do you Fanta?
0: <laughs> what are you asking right now? Fanta,
1: Fanta, want a Fanta. Oh. Is that what are talking
0: about?
1: <laughs> what did you think I was implying?
0: I don't know. I how thought you, you were asking about some sort of like coded drug thing. I don't know.
1: <laughs> hey, did you score some Fanta on the street this week? I hear the fizziness is off the charts.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I did a movie with one of the Fanta girls.
0: Oh really? <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did everyone was everyone always like, hey, will you do the Fanta thing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, man, soda, orange soda, movie with Fanta girls. <laughs> it makes
0: sense. The stars <laughs> really aligned. <laughs> you guys were meant so... to do a movie together.
1: <laughs> Someone must have been so high at the studio when they came up with that idea. Hell Fanta. <laughs> and then like calling like all the agents based on that like like
0: got to make this happen yeah <laughs> like throwing phones and bases like doing everything to get you guys together.
1: <laughs> so I like what Lindsay was saying about the long term health thing, and it seems like that's very okay. resonant with you as well, huh? Just you know, hydration and and making sure you take care of yourself.
2: Yeah. So here's the other thing though: can we choose the type of brand?
0: Ooh, yeah. yes.
2: Because if you do that, then that changes the game. Because there's a lot of natural sodas that are out here oh. as well.
0: Oh, yes. You know what? I've had a few. It's called Olipop.
2: Yep. I know Olipop. Yeah. Good,
0: right? And they do it's have good. an orange soda and like a cola flavored one. And oh my God, they're delicious. And they have fiber and probiotics and all probiotics. Of this
2: stuff. So that changes the game.
0: Oh, that changes everything, <laughs> Kel. I never would have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't this heard of okay. This. That lowers my that price. Sounds, Olipop that really is delicious.
1: So it's just like a it. healthy, fizzy nutritious alt on it then
0: and i think it has like natural like cane sugar or something in it that's a little that's not the high fructose corn syrup
1: is it expensive do we need a budget for that
0: it's more expensive than like sun-kissed yeah you know i don't know it's probably (laughs) like
1: i (laughs) (laughs) I mean you you
2: know add like an extra (laughs) two (laughs) dollars yeah
0: (laughs) i'm 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 guessing like like four (laughs) let's say 450 four dollars
1: if you're traveling and you have to have one of your meals still have orange soda in it that starts to be a thing like if you're traveling to some mayan ruins
0: or like you're you're in sardinia on the island where all they have is like red wine and clams and you're (laughs) like there's no orange soda here you have (laughs) to allot for that you have to like bring your orange soda and chef person that knows how to prepare orange soda things
1: for you strange contraband whoa yeah. So that's getting to get deep. there too. Yeah, you <laughs> have to start having a supplier. You have to have a fix an orange soda fixer wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird writer to add, but yeah. Your orange soda fixer. Your orange soda writer is just you gotta have an orange soda fixer, you gotta have a, a soda stream and orange syrup available at all times. That's true. Orange Ooh. soda stream.
2: For a Cale that sounds amazing.
1: It sounds invasive. This sounds very invasive, but not awful. It doesn't seem like it could be so bad if you go healthy ish. You can make a brand out of it and do content off it. I don't know. Like to me, a million dollars would probably, I would probably say yes, because I could see the cost stacking up over an entire lifetime, decades of having to buy the orange soda, make sure you get transported. The opportunity cost, maybe there's deals or opportunities in life you won't be able to do because you can't fulfill this guarantee. I think that logistically it'll get expensive. Plus you want it to cover the emotional side of it. If you have to go to a therapist just for orange soda trauma.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there are people that specialize in this.
2: <laughs> hey, one episode I had to go to the doctor cause my insides turned orange. Stop. So I'm drinking too much orange soda. My inside turned orange. I'm drinking on, too much. Like Not in real life. This was in the scene. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you were like, okay.
0: I was like, I thought, how did you know they were orange? It's like,
2: the but,
1: uh, it's like you're like in line next to like the spokesperson for Cheetos that year, and the two of you are just really having a bad time.
0: <laughs> That's Got yeah. That's amazing. I was so concerned for a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like your insides were orange. <laughs> guys, I really took a moment and was really vulnerable with the two of you about you know, yeah. my financial feelings and I'd left some solidarity here. How are you guys feeling?
0: I got to say $2 million. I just want to make sure that I'm prepared for anything that may come up. If it's travel, if it's having to bring someone with me somewhere to, to a job or to, you know what I mean? Like. For the rest of my yeah. life, I just want to make sure I have something ready for whatever may happen. Maybe I want to take some classes. I want to learn how to make a soda, cook with the soda. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's a whole, I want to make sure I'm set for that. So I'm going to say $2 million. Wow.
2: I'm going to say, I don't know, <laughs> two, <laughs> how about $2,000 a day?
0: Ooh. For- so let's do some math on that. So how long so- do you live? How many more years do you think to live
1: <laughs> till I'm 100 something? Okay, I'm
2: 43.
1: So, <laughs> so that's so 70 years. <laughs> that's a lot of math. I refuse to even conceive the idea I of think... you going anytime earlier than 110.
0: Okay, so by my calculation, 29 million dollars. Yeah, I think it's a good number.
1: All right, that's a good number.
2: You know how I thought about that. I recently saw an interview, Sting, from the police, right? He won in court because Diddy used his song, but he didn't get any permission for it or didn't even do any contracts. And so for the rest of Diddy's life, he has to pay $2,000 a day for that record. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever seen that interview?
1: No. <laughs> That's
2: pretty crazy, yeah.
1: It's pretty It's crazy. inspiring. <laughs> 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 like we're getting a, a note here by the way from our producer Rob. Uh-oh. that this is so funny rob you don't need to type out all of your math here for he's like schooling oh he's breaking right it now. down he's let's go. breaking it all down he's saying it's a lot closer to 50 million dollars for what you're asking
0: i wrote to him check my math lol <laughs> Because I was like, I feel it's like so this funny. may have gone
1: wrong. So we're probably closer to $50 million if we're going to trust our producer, which I've learned in life always do. That
2: $50 to take care of it. You could, you know, hit up right. Gordon Ramsay. He can do something really cool with the orange soda. Yeah.
1: You know? <laughs> I just want to see your cooking show where you take like <laughs> premium chefs and you're like, all right, we have to come up with a dish with orange soda. That's good. I'm Let's like, do it. Literally. But also
0: Let's with like your brand of orange soda, that's like the healthy version. That's like Olipop, but better
1: somehow it's Mm -hmm. sponsored by olipop it's the leading opening show every night for nick at night we know what generation wants to watch this one yeah let's go crazy you know what maybe you package that in with mystery men too (laughs) so i don't know if you know this but we pull our audience every week so we actually got the answers from all our listeners well i can't say all but many dedicated listeners submitted their answers to these questions so we actually have some fun facts here okay so nine percent of our audience all submitted the high, which is $100 million. Let's see. Oh, yeah, good point. One person wrote here, this would also cover the healthcare costs associated with negative health effects of consuming so much soda. Mm-hmm, the low mm-hmm. was $10,000. 10000
0: Somebody really likes orange soda.
1: Somebody loves some orange soda. I guess so. 32% of the audience yeah. was under a million. About a quarter of the audience was $10 million or more. 29% of the audience said that there was no price that would make them do this. Whoa. $1. Oh, well. Some people are really orangist and one person put (laughs) $1.1 million and said, quote, price of a nice meal is $50 a day times 365 for life times 60 more years equals roughly $1.1 million. You basically be paying me to go without a meal because I can think of only a few dishes that would work for this and it would be very tiring.
0: Hmm. Mm, I see it.
1: Okay. Last one here that Joel, shout out to Joel. Joel put $100,000 and said, orange soda wouldn't be too bad. I would just do it with cereal each morning.
0: Yeah. Bold. Some may say gross, but also I've never tried it. So what do I know? Maybe it's amazing.
1: Speaking of gross, yes, you know what grows in our lives is potatoes. You know what state they grow in? Lindsay, do it. Segway.
0: Okay, okay, okay. That was Guys, good. That was good. <laughs> it was a really good segue. I liked it so much. Yeah, I'm okay. feeling pretty
1: limber. That was the real stretch. I feel
0: <laughs> Guys, <laughs> what is your price to live in? and never leave the state of Idaho
2: goodness never leave though
0: never leave wow. never leave here's the thing Idaho is kind of fancy like Isn't Idaho it? is a beautiful beautiful state it with is. like amazing homes amazing hiking like it's it's beautiful but also Like super fancy people live there. Like they'll have another home there. And that's where like they have their big riverside skiing mansion place. You know what I mean? It's a great like
2: winter home spot.
0: Yes, totally. Yeah. I have I have a few friends that have places there because they're like, no, Sun Valley, Idaho, it doesn't get better. And I I believe them. I mean, I see their pictures and I'm like, wait, where are you? Mm -hmm. Sun Valley, Idaho? It looks I mean, it's beautiful. So spending time in Idaho seems great.
1: The only thing about Idaho that's weird is they have some insane state laws. Like Mm. what? You want me to... I don't have a good metaphor. Do you want me to great metaphor some (laughs) weird state laws at you guys for for Idaho? Yes, I I do. Here, I have five really weird ones that I learned. So apparently it's against the law to live in a dog kennel or dog house unless you're a dog. I wonder how that law came to be. That's weird. You... Can't sell chickens after sundown without permission from the sheriff <laughs> in Idaho. Good.
0: Okay. The old night chicken salesman.
1: I'm really liking the one-line zingers from each of you, too, so let's keep this this game going. Uh, <laughs> selling, quote, an Idaho deluxe potato with rot, blemishes, or sun damage can get you sent to jail for up to six months. So they have standards. Really?
0: I mean, potatoes are their thing. You don't want to mess with that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's what they're known for. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. If we yeah. have potatoes, Idaho is just... Idaho.
0: It's like <laughs> a, h- a
1: harsh consequence, okay. though. These last two are incredible. Public displays of affection in Idaho are limited to under 18 minutes. What? <laughs> well, I can't stay there. <laughs> I wonder they like? if some congressperson had some real weird stamina <laughs> issues and like set a law for it.
0: I can't make it past the 18 minutes. Neither can you. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) and finally the state of idaho forbids you from fishing off the back of a camel who does that (laughs) i want to see (laughs) that
0: i I also want to see that who who really
1: sucked at fishing and no i don't know
0: wait I, i gotta know more about that so you're saying that there was a problem with people fishing off of the backs of their camels
1: apparently it is forbidden which means which i feel like behind every <laughs> weird loss someone died in a really weird way the camels it's the camels complained it was the
0: <laughs> the camels were like i'm sick of this i hate There's fishing camels
1: everywhere from camel sick to of to it. It. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know it's a, it's it's weird it feels like a weird superstition thing or something yeah. I feel like that's a big thing with these laws is like they go back thousands or a hundred. Well, America's not that old, but really far back times where it was like a weird law that made sense then.
2: I have worked with some camels. Being on Nickelodeon, we worked with a few animals. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was on a show called Game Shakers 2017 or something like that. And then, yeah, and we uh, had camels on the set.
0: That, were they nice? Fun. Did you did you interact well with them? Or was it was They it were like, nice. It? We
2: had camels, llamas. Lindsay loves a
0: llama. I do love llamas.
2: Oh, yeah. love llamas. Yeah. Llamas are cool.
0: (laughs) They're very gentle.
2: And uh, alpacas. I like alpacas. Alpacas are sweet,
1: too. Looking at the benefits of living and being stuck in Idaho, though, there's probably a lot of alpacas and llamas and a lot of of animals. Right? So that's a benefit.
2: But also, Uh,
0: you could make that part of your situation. You're like, look, if I'm going to be stuck in Idaho forever, I can't leave. I'm going to make this place just chock full of llamas and alpacas.
2: Well, yeah, I was going to say the land, like, because you, I mean, like, the mansions that are, like, you can do, like, a really nice mansion out there in Idaho. You just make sure you build everything on your land. So, you you know, your favorite restaurant and all that great stuff yeah, is there. You know what I mean? On, on your land. Right. So that way you can feel like you have your own little city.
1: If you own that much land and it's cheap enough out there, you could probably just, like, learn how to chop a tree and the worst case scenario is you knock down another tree
2: i mean the only way i would do it i have to have a big like a big mansion (laughs) and i could bring all the family you know with me and my favorite restaurants are built on my land a little movie theater yes for date nights yeah and i gotta be able to be on the lake and yeah on my land the rule is i can fish on a camel.
1: Wait, okay, wait, Kel, keep building this out. What's <laughs> what's your dream? What, is, what does Keltropolis look like in Idaho? Your dream city. You build it up for Well, us
0: I now. love this place that you're building seems so magical. It sounds like, you know, a lot of people are thinking, like, what do I do for my my apocalypse compound?
1: Yeah.
0: And it sounds like you're kind of you you're gonna have a fresh water source. Yes. You're gonna have basically everything that you need. You won't really even need to leave not only Idaho, but like your property.
1: How would your family right. feel
2: though? My family has to be there. Like yeah, everybody. They have to be there, hang out. All their stuff that they like, too. It's Mitchell, Mitchellville.
1: Mitchell. Yeah,
2: Mitchell. so everything that the Mitchells, uh, the stuff that they like, too, we just build it.
1: <laughs> During, like, the peak of COVID, Tig Notaro filmed that zombie movie with a green screen in her home. Do you remember that? No.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. They <laughs> removed
1: an actor from, like, a big movie and had her shoot on a green screen remotely from home. So, like, you can just... Stick yourself into everything now remotely, so you'd have to budget that in all. Oh, I, I
2: see think. what you're saying. As yeah, far yeah. as working, in terms oh, working, what yeah. would I do? You do Tyler Perry. Have you seen Tyler Perry's compound where he stays? That like, fair. You that's just fair, yeah, yeah. Build a studio, right?
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, least... I guess if you have the funds to finance everything, then it all gets shot there in the yeah. Don't know, the new Hollywood, the I. the yeah, television is this,
0: <laughs> it's perfect, it's the perfect idea. <laughs> You want to have a place where you can say, look, I can't go anywhere. You have to come to me. But if you do, let me tell you about the compound I have. You know what I mean? Where people will want to, they'll be like, oh yeah, no, we're scrapping the Atlanta, the wherever, the Los Angeles version of the shoot, Vancouver, we're coming to you because you've built this place where work can happen, life can happen. You don't need to go anywhere.
2: And they can go other places in
1: Idaho. So we can have shoot locations mm-hmm. outside of the compound. You move everyone to Idaho, you move the whole industry. So we're talking billions of dollars then. This
0: is a very expensive
1: endeavor we that we're. I think, <laughs> I think the three of us are going in on this. Can we combine our rates? Like, can we just add the three up? Yeah. I mean, we you need do.
0: someone to run the studio
1: and distribution and cost. So that's already probably a good, like. Like $700 million probably for like your feature films, your overhead, your costs, your production, maybe close to a billion. Let's start to do a, a billion. clean bill. Got to start a bill. Okay. So capital B. You'll probably need another buck just for – no, you won't need that much for the compound for your family and to take care of everybody. It's mm-hmm. all three of our families, right? So we're all setting up there. So it's going to be three compounds with a lot of space between them. Yeah. T- mm-hmm. Tin can with wire between each maybe just for the novelty. Walkie-talkies maybe. <laughs>
2: We can charge people to come in and see certain parts of it.
0: Yeah. I'll have a nice nature reserve where you can God, Lindsay, feed the deer.
1: Airbnb, the Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, yeah, like
1: the Jurassic Park of petting zoo animals. Lindsay,
0: I'm going to build one of those like drive through safaris on my property. That you get a cup of food and the buffalo like sticks its head in the car.
1: But then like a herd of pit bulls runs by too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everyone lives together. It's it's nice. A <laughs> zebra. Uh, uh, but wait, is this a bill each?
1: I think that a clean bill each gets us everything we need to yeah. work. Is it illegal? Sorry, I'm so upset on this one. Is it li- illegal for the animals to procreate longer than 18 minutes? Do we actually have to have like a herd wrangler there to monitor this? <laughs> That's going to be costly.
0: It's not cheap to monitor all the animals timing it.
1: I recently shot a music video
2: and we wanted a lion and they were like, it's so much to like, put the stuff together to have the lion there. They wanted like 10 grand just for the lion to just walk by. I ended up doing a CGI lion, which was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: well, There's tons of vendors now that have like comped out lions. You could just stick in things, I think now, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was using him for longer in the day, I only needed him for like one hour. And I was like, oh no, I don't want to do that just for one hour.
0: Yeah. That's a lot
2: for like. Yeah. He's literally just walking by and we look at him. So, uh, so, we have these CGI lions, and it really
1: worked. <laughs> Fair enough. So you could have CGI lions on your compound. Um, <laughs> keep them separate from the the zebras. Is it weird that like I want? Sorry, we're talking about CGI animals. Is it worth that like I want a CGI Tupac flock on my compound? Yes, that's Tupac weird. Flock. <laughs> well, I'm just a Tupac flock. I'm just thinking about CGI things and like like a CGI a Tupac, Tupac army.
0: Year. You'll have to bring the entertainment to you. So really, it's whatever you want.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, now that we did Idaho dirty by saying it's a billion dollars each to move there for life, let's look at what our audience said. <laughs> by the way, we, we saw a lot on Reddit just kind of from while well, polling. We have a lot of people on Reddit that are really engaged with us on this show, which is lovely, who talked a lot about like the rich Californians coming in and ruining yet another Northwestern state. So there's probably something to be thinking about the class side of it too. But I feel like if we're each suddenly billionaires, who cares what harm you might do because you're doing a lot for the economy at that point you're not just coming and taking care of yourself you're growing the local economy you're building out things bring more wildlife
0: and you can be ethical in it making sure that you do things local and you hire locally there's an ethical more ethical i guess way to do it you know you're not you're not outsourcing all labor outsourcing all material you know what i mean like there's a way to do it so it really benefits the state
1: yeah yeah maybe we're not doing idaho so dirty no we're not no. So the high here was also a billion dollars. This person's clearly not American because they said 90% of that is for having to live in America. Another 10% is for security. <laughs> the low was $0. This person said they live in Idaho, so they're kind of stuck here, so they'll make the best of it. Uh. It was a pretty mixed spread. 30% of our audience was over $10 million. 20% of our audience said no amount of money would make them do that. Yaman put $10 million and said, few things hurt me more as a child than the st- strange... Oh, weird. So they're this person's like really afraid of like Idaho cults. So that was a big thing they built this around.
0: Is that a thing in Idaho?
1: Whoa. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah.
0: I always so we I mean on Utah's that. one thing, but like Idaho, I hadn't really heard about their cults, but I'm not up on the regional We'll have to dive cults. into
1: Idaho cults and camel fishing. And then another person Whoa. there put two million dollars and said Idaho's a beautiful state, would want a large plot of land and huge ranch house live in. See? Uh, then i think i try living off land yeah i there
0: you I go think, yeah. i mean also you know i would be very set like i love the ocean there's there's things i would miss so i feel like a billion dollars and a compound would make me a whole lot less sad about missing <laughs> out on like islands and ocean and, you know all of that
1: I stuff think you'd be right. very happy on your flight over there knowing what you have in your pocket and I think speaking so. of flights oh, oh god
0: okay guys what's your price to always sit in the middle seat? On flights. I assume this is for all of time. Always. So. It says price to always sit on middle seats on flights. What if there's only two seats in the row? Does that mean aisle
2: forever?
1: Kel, you're shaking your head vigorously left and right like a no, but I'm. Yeah, confused. everyone
2: that knows yes. me. Oh, I it's admit- a thing. Yeah, yeah. Middle seats? No. Really? Absolutely not. Why? Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. What are you afraid of, Kel? Not afraid of anything. I just don't like middle seats. It's a lot that comes with it. You had two people next to you. You know what I mean? Their elbows. (laughs) Someone goes to sleep. You got to wake. Or they fall asleep on you. You don't like that? When they someone falls asleep on me that I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's gross. (laughs) Really, (laughs) Dicky? Oh, I say don't knock it till you're forced to do it.
2: That happened to me one time, and I just was kind of just, just like hello.
1: Ew, no, it's so
0: icky.
2: (laughs) The person wasn't, you know, nice. They wasn't, you know, they're just like, oh, I'm sleepy. I was like, I understand. It's okay. you sleepy. But
0: But also, like, why choose that for yourself?
1: (laughs) Maybe that was on their bucket list. Maybe they, like, always wanted to fall asleep on you. And that was just their moment, and they had to take it. Listen, man.
2: Middle seats? No. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh.
1: One day, they saw you on the silver screen. They turned their friend and they said, (laughs) holy shit one day i'm gonna fucking nap on that guy this was like their moment <laughs> look yeah, it man. is
0: it is uncomfortable middle seats are the worst of both worlds you can't see anything you have to climb over somebody you can't sleep on the side of the plane it's just not nice it's not very nice to deal yeah. with people on either side
1: yeah Kel, where, where do you want to sit you are a billionaire flying the idaho you can yeah. sit wherever you want buddy where are we putting you
2: <laughs> well, I'm team first class all day. So I'm like, I'm always first class seat in the front. That's where we're at. We're in the front.
1: You're doing a triple then, right? If you have to do this, you're going to be booking up all three seats. You could lay across them.
0: Well, that's, that's in first class. Usually there's only, there's two. There's seats only two. On
1: no, no, no. I'm saying if you have to do this prompt, if you have to do the always middle seat the rest of your life, then you lose first class. So you're also losing first class.
0: I mean, I yeah. guess you could do business plus or like whatever. Oh, plus. Yeah. No, that's awesome. yes. <laughs> makes, it makes me nauseous to even say it out loud. <laughs> it disgusts you disgust
1: me. I always wonder when you fly, like, why people go for the middle seat too. You're like sitting in the aisle, there's plenty of room, and then they come sit right next to you. And just some people really like a middle seat. Yeah. I don't know. I can't dig a middle seat. Know,
2: and then you're always working your core the entire time. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like constantly. Like, don't want to be too far on right. any, yeah, <laughs> any side. You don't want to touch anybody, and so it's like you always feel so tired
1: after it. And then when you do touch, you're like thinking to yourself, "Well, I guess you didn't mind that, <laughs> right?" Like they didn't mind it when that person—you know—that person when that person's arm goes onto like your lap or like their elbow goes into the the small of your inner elbow, they <laughs> clearly are fine with it. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> who are they?
2: But in the middle seat, then that's on both sides of your arms and it can happen to people. So interesting.
0: And also like feet, sometimes people are putting their, their knees are all wide on you. It's just, there's nothing nice about a middle seat, literally Mm -hmm. nothing. Maybe it's a minor inconvenience. I'm just happy to get from a to B, but like the stress that I feel often and the things that people do.
2: Yeah.
0: And knowing that that is just my life now. Anytime I want to go anywhere, that is some mental hardship.
2: Okay, well, wait, let's play with this a little bit. What about (laughs) private jet? You do private jet, you do private, and you just have the middle section seat. Yep. Mm. So
0: you're technically in the middle of the plane.
2: But you're not touching, you're not really touching anybody. Because
1: you got your own little area. It is what's the least (laughs) amount you're willing to accept. So (laughs) if there's no other way other than private jet, that makes a lot of sense.
0: I got to say, given the option, I'm going private.
1: I had a meeting a few months back with a very, very famous person over Zoom. And they had an entire Learjet to themselves. And they were just sitting dead center. And I'll tell you, that was a statement. That was an intimidating, when (laughs) someone's sitting dead center, Learjet, all the way behind them.
0: Was it Kylie Jenner, and she was just doing her three-minute flight to get to
2: <laughs> But that's a middle-centered seat on a and
1: private a jet. Play. Any call you do, you're winning.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a weapon. person you trust, because clearly they know how to be successful. <laughs> or someone they know does. Or they asked for a bunch because they never wanted to sit on a middle seat on a commercial flight.
2: Or they love middle seats, and now they have a private jet, so it's like, hey.
0: They have their own middle right. seat for their private jet.
1: I'm throwing in the towel, guys. Your pinkies are way higher up than mine. I'm gonna oh. say $125,000. I don't fly that often. I like to take trains or long f- uh, drives. We can get into trains anytime. I am a doesn't matter how long or how far. I love trains. I hate flying. I will train for days on end and be very happy. <clears throat> so 125 grand. Let's make it a 200 grand, and that'll cover it for me. 200 grand for life. It's the least amount I would be willing to accept. I would reduce how much I fly even more, do more special train trips, and mm. I love traveling by train. If my life were a movie on, it'd be man. Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> you two silver spooners, you guys you guys have your fun.
0: Look, you don't have to buy a private jet. You can just charter a, a private jet whenever you know, you don't have to spend 10 million dollars to get a you can charter a private jet whenever you have somewhere to go. So it puts you on the lower end. Yeah. And it looks like to charter a private jet is maybe around three thousand dollars per flying hour, or it could actually. So it says if you want to have four to six passengers, maybe it's going to be more around like six thousand per flying hour. So it depends on how much you travel. You want to have enough in the coin purse. Ugh. <laughs> the
2: man bag.
0: <laughs> You're so upset about coin purse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I know it's like some people hate the word moist. Huh. But now coin purse is I know the word that will just like just ruins
1: you. It's the way you said it. The S that you hold on the end there is (laughs) it's a a wet S. I
0: I feel both judged and also elated at this new information. There's also another
1: part of me that wants to start a different podcast with you called The Coin Purse. And we're just making mimosas (laughs) and (laughs) talking about like penny saving coupons. Sounds
0: great to me. Okay, so it's going to be in the millies. Forever. And if I run out, then I guess I'm just going middle seat
1: commercial. A little Millie Bobby Brown, huh? <gasps> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and you Millie- can start an airline called Stranger Wings. Oh, wait.
0: This is a very good idea. I'm going to say to fly private, chartered for the rest of forever and make sure I have enough. I'm going to say $5 million. Okay.
2: Don't want to do middle. I will become a pilot. <gasps>
1: oh. It'd be a single, a single seater.
2: And, but it's still middle. Right. Think about it. <laughs> it
1: like, you're right there. You're in the middle of all of it. You have to fly solo every flight then because you can't do a co-pilot to a seater. There it is. There it
2: is. You buy your own jet. You fly it yourself. You're Tom cruise it.
1: You're Tom are uh, You don't want to be Harrison ford it. You want to Tom Cruise it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really want to Tom Cruise that one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, unless if you're Harrison Fording it, you need to just have like a crash land pad set up in Idaho for yourself at the compound.
2: Oh man, I can't put. A, I don't know pri I mean, yeah, I couldn't know. What are what are the audience saying? What are they talking about?
1: Because I all right. are you are you are you committing to no? There's no amount of money. I'm committed no, to no. I don't okay. like <laughs> no All right, all right. That's a that's a stance. So at the high is five million dollars. This person said. I'm smaller, so while annoying, it's not a huge impact and would cover costs to travel cool places. So that's our high. That's nice. At a low, 6% of our audience said no amount. Yakima on Reddit said, quote, I don't fly on planes anyway. So is good for them. Whatever. Yeah. Is not, hey. This isn't happening. Yeah, it looks like 75% of our audience here put under a million dollars. People are not upset about the middle seat. 6% of our audience said no amount of money would make them do this. Right. Okay. As, a, as opposed to our low, which was $0, which is 6% of our audience who just take no money and, and do that anyway. It just doesn't matter. They just don't fly. So a lot of people don't fly. I see. Jacob put $500 and said, quote, I already sit in the middle seat whenever I travel with my wife and it's honestly not terrible. $500 would be a nice little treat to keep doing what I'm already doing.
2: Yeah, that was a good point. Cause I was just thinking that I was like, as long as my wife's right next to me, then I'm pretty good. Because we just cuddle up. And then that person to just look, the other person on the other side to just look at us.
0: And they're timing you. And then they get to 17 and a half minutes and they're like, you guys got to stop. When you're in
1: Idahoan <laughs> airspace, you better live it, <laughs> the snuggle. The announcer comes on, we're flying over Idaho. You, uh, Everyone, please continue consensual touching for the next 18 minutes.
0: Hand check, hand checks at, at 18
1: minutes. The, the stewardess was like, hand check, hand check. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, Lincoln, can you do the stewardess hand checking?
0: Hand check. Hand check, please. Thank you. Was it good? good? I don't know. It felt nasally. Uh, Stranger wings. Stranger wings, man.
1: (laughs) Kel, you did it. You survived human values, and we learned a lot about your values and your values. (laughs) To wrap things up, at the end of every episode, we always like to do a little fun awards game where we look at how we stacked up against the audience. So we take the audience average add them all up and we just take a look at what oh. it would cost our listeners to do in total of these three tasks. And then Lindsay gives out awards based on that to us three.
0: It's okay, awards so time. Nice. So our polled listeners to do all three of the tasks, the average was $103 million for our polled listeners. So we do a low award for people that were under the audience average, and we do a high award for people that were over the audience average. So our low award is the lowly Liam award and nobody won it today. All of us were over the audience <laughs> average today. The highly Kylie award, which makes a whole lot more sense today, highly Kylie, because. So are we all highly Kylie's? We're all highly Kylie's. <laughs> so, Aaron, your total was 1 billion 200,000. Mine was 1007000000 7 million. And Kel's, a whopping 1 billion 50. 000. Million.
2: Let's go.
1: Those those Idahoian compounds really threw <laughs> us way past the mark, huh?
2: <laughs> Take it. Let's go.
1: <laughs> the episode's gonna air right at the tip top of August. So what should people be looking out for?
2: Definitely look out for deliciousness season three. Super excited about that. Me, Tiffany Thiessen, Angela Kinsley, and uh Tim Chaturanzu on MTV. So that'll be coming out. And then also to my book, Prank Day, make sure you get a copy of that. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Can so you can you
0: pre-order too. the book yet?
2: Right now. You can pre-order right now. Pre-orders are available now. So get on there, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Target, all over. You can pre-order right now. Did yeah. you audio book it too? I'm actually going to go do the audio book Next week. So nice. it will be ready on September 6th, uh, the audio version of the book. I love doing the audio versions. I did that on yeah. my first book. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I don't think people know, but every word you said today was also scripted. So this is what it's like.
0: It feels so <laughs> real. Like the performance yeah. is so okay. in the moment.
1: <laughs> Kel, it was a joy, a pleasure, a delight, a treat. Man, thank you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank man. you so, so much. This was the I best.
2: That's
1: a blast. <laughs> Linz, did you see the new season of Stranger Things?
0: Oh, Aaron, you know I did.
1: I do know that you know that I did. I can't guarantee you that I'm a member of the Hellfire Club, but I sure am a member of, say it with me, the The Hellfire Club! Club. (laughs) (laughs) That was a blast and a half.
0: I loved it. I feel like I have to go text everyone I know and let them know what just happened to all of us because, boy, was that a hoot, nanny! and I loved it so much.
1: Honestly, I can't wait to read his book. Same. Honestly, very much same it's gonna be a lot of fun you know what else is a whole ding dong of fun is making this show and hearing how much our listeners have enjoyed playing along so if you out there in a radio land want to join in the fun run as fast as you can to your nearest browser and let us know your worth we're always putting up new polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com
0: if you enjoyed today's episode or if you just like the show please spread the word we appreciate it so much And if you mention Human Values Pod on Instagram or TikTok or leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app and maybe leave a rating when you're there, I don't know, maybe we'll choose you for a shout-out. Knock, knock. Who's there? Street. Street who? Street credits, because you reached the credits.
1: Hey, boy Thanks, everyone out there in Radio Land for listening. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks.
0: And Aaron Rubin-Corny.
1: Special thanks to our amazing guest this week, Kel Mitchell.
0: Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brook and Aaron rubin Corney. Hey, that's you. Our editor is Andrew Sims. And our music is by Omer Ben Zvi.
1: Hey, Lindsay, did you know that all information, research, and advice shared on today's episode was expressed for entertainment purposes only? Statements provided by the Human Values hosts, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice
0: You know what? I did, but it was good to hear it again. Here's some other news. Human Values is a human content production.